Good morning and welcome to the Brian Post podcast, the online devotional where we explore the timeless wisdom of the Bible for everyday living. I'm your host, Dwayne, and I'm thrilled to be sharing this time with you. In each episode, we'll delve into a different passage of scripture and we'll offer insights and reflections to help you grow in your faith and deepen your understanding of God's word. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite drink and let's jump right in. Good morning and welcome to this episode of the Brian Post devotional podcast. For those of you that have been following along, we have been going through the epistles to the Colossians and we're just going to jump right in at Colossians chapter 1 verses 15 to 18. The text reads, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Again, that's Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 to 18. Try, if you will, to imagine what it would be like to meet the creator of the universe. That's actually quite a daunting thought. What would it feel like to encounter the person who spoke worlds into existence? What topics would arise in conversation with such a being? While we may find it challenging to envision, those who lived during Jesus' times are fortunate enough to witness his miracles, experience his love and compassion, and walk alongside him for approximately three and a half years. To them, the answer to these questions would be transparent because they had met the Father of creation in the person of Jesus Christ. As the image of the invisible God, he was a physical manifestation of the divine, allowing those who encounter him to glimpse the nature and the character of God in a previously unimaginable way. The identity and nature of Jesus have been a foundational belief of the Christian faith since its inception. Despite many controversies over the centuries regarding this topic, the New Testament writers repeatedly emphasized Christ's identity as the image of the invisible God. This passage in Colossians uh, 1, uh, chapter 1, verses 15 to 18, is especially rich in revealing at least five aspects of who Jesus is. Let's consider them. First and foremost, Paul declares that Jesus is the image of the invisible God and that all things were made by him and for him. This concept is reiterated throughout the New Testament by various authors who emphasize Christ's identity as the perfect representation of God. Through Jesus, we can glimpse at the nature and character of God and see the exact representation of his being. Therefore, the identity of Jesus as the image of the invisible God remains a cornerstone of the Christian faith, providing us with a tangible way to understand and relate to God. The New Testament writers repeatedly emphasize Christ's identity as the image of the invisible God, and this concept is rooted in the belief that Jesus is not merely human, but also God incarnate. John's Gospel bring a de- uh, begins with the declaration that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. This word is identified as Jesus, 
who's described as the image of the invisible God. In other words, Jesus is a visible representation of the invisible God. He's the perfect image of God, revealing God's character and nature to us. The writer of Hebrew affirms this idea, stating that Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. Jesus is the embodiment of God's glory. In him, we see God's nature and character perfectly represented. Paul also emphasized Christ's identity as the image of God, stating that he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Now, as a Jehovah Witness, this passage in Colossians was often used as a proof text to assert that Jesus had a beginning. In other words, he was created. However, according to the Greek text, this is not what it means at all. The phrase firstborn over all creation in Colossians 1.15 does not refer to Jesus having a beginning or being created, but to his preeminence and authority over all creation. The Greek word for firstborn, prototokos, was used in Jewish culture to denote the firstborn's right and privileges, including inheritance and authority. One example from an extra-biblical extra biblical material that supports the idea that the Greek word prototokos refers to the preeminence and authority rather than a literal birth order is in the Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Hebrew Old Testament. In Psalms 89.27, the phrase, I also shall make him my firstborn, describes King David, who was not the firstborn of his father Jesse, protokotos. In this context, emphasizes David's exalted status as authority and authority, rather, as God's chosen king, rather than his literal birth order. This example shows that prototokos can be figurative to denote the preeminence and authority rather than a literal birth order. In Colossians 1.15, the term firstborn emphasizes Christ's supremacy and authority over all creation, not to suggest that he was created or had a beginning. Understanding the Greek context of this phrase helps clarify the true nature of Christ and the significance of his role in the Christian faith. In addition to being the image of God, Christ is also identified as the Son of God. This title indicates that he is of the exact nature of God and is equal to God, as John writes, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The New Testament writers emphasize Christ's identity as the image of the invisible God, affirming that he's not merely human, but also God incarnate. As a perfect representation of God, Jesus reveals God's character and nature to us. In him, we see the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. Can we truly understand the significance of Jesus as the image of the invisible God? And how does this impact our relationship with God? We should be grateful for the record of the New Testament writers, particularly with the Gospels, because they allow us to witness a remarkable moment when the invisible God became flesh. Through these writings, we have access to the life and teachings of Jesus Christ, who reveals to us the character and the nature of God. The Gospel accounts allow us to understand who God is, how he interacts with humanity, and what his ultimate plan is for us. Therefore, we should be encouraged to read more of the Gospels to deepen our understanding of Jesus as the invisible as the invisible God's image and cultivate a more intimate relationship with him. By doing so, we can gain a greater appreciation for the incredible gift of salvation that God has provided through his Son, Jesus Christ.
As we meditate on the truth that Jesus is a physical manifestation of the divine and perfect representation of God, we should strive to deepen our understanding of his character and nature. This understanding should lead us to seek more intimate, a more intimate relationship with God as we realize that through Jesus, we have a tangible way to understand and relate to him. Therefore, let's make it our goal to know Jesus more deeply and reflect his image to those around us. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home.